Sound of Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recess is the official podcast of the media franchise of the Moshong Tongshu. It's very good to it's me. good to me. I'm Roy, a.k.a. the Post General. Love that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's sinking in, huh? <laughs> wow, that's so good on like a bunch of different levels. That's a good one. <laughs> I'm gonna, she came into the bedroom and she asked me, so, you got a plan for a nickname? Because I got one and I've been sitting on it for a while. And I knew it was going to be good. And I'm just so glad that that lived up to my expectations. What can I say? Wow, Jesus. Well, anyway, I'm Fallon. And in May, when I get my car's registration reissued, I'm going to pay $10 to the great state of Virginia to get my license plate changed to J-N-G-C-H-N-G. Thank you. Hell yes! That's my fucking boy! <laughs> I was going to ask you what you thought of this episode, but I think we, we, we got it. That's my boy. <laughs> Speaking of, you know what? We have a lot of boys. We certainly do. We got introduced to a lot of really, really good gentlemen in this episode. We really did. We got to meet a lot of good boys. I mean... Sons, I yeah. would say. I mean, there's like two of them that we met. Three of them. Three, three of them. them. Uh huh. Three sons. Three of them. Three new sons. Isn't and that great? Good. The family's just expanding the and expanding. The family's here, folks. Because you know, one of Grandmaster of Demonic Cultivation's main themes is found family. You know? You know? And so. What's a family without children? And, and there's so many children. There's many children. And we met a few new ones today in uh, episode two, season one, episode two, Banishing Evil, part two. Very good. Hey, before we get into the actual episode, do you want to, can we, can we talk real quick about acronyms and how many names people have? Because we kind of talked, we like brought it up a little bit last time, but I feel mm -hmm. like we need to clarify a few things before we start, you know, running our mouths off. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Where would you like to where would you like to start with this uh, discussion, this conversation? So, we we mentioned last time that everybody has like at least two names. Yeah. So, how that works is that you got your given name, which is the name that your your mom and dad give you when yeah. you're a baby. Mm -hmm. And you have that, and then you also have your courtesy name, which you get and which you get to start using when you turn 15. Yeah. And basically, so your given name is like, that's for your family to use. That's like close friends. Family, close friends. People you've known since childhood. Yeah. And kinda. also, yeah. And also, generally, people who are older than you are allowed to use it. Yeah. So you can kind of see a scale of ages. A little bit. Yeah. So often, you know, every so often, usually there are some exceptions, but that's a thing to... We'll get to that. And then also people have their cool titles. Yeah. Which they just get to use, and they get those from I don't know where. I think, <laughs> I think something said that they, like, pick them themselves, but I don't know how entirely true that is. It might vary from case to case. Yeah. You know? I mean... 
It's kind of like, it's kind of funny to imagine them sitting down and being like, all right, how can I gas myself up in the most <laughs> eloquent and pithy way possible? What am I going to call like myself? That, I like that energy. Right? You know? It's good I really to think like about. that energy. I wish I had that kind of clout with myself. Honestly, Sam, I can't even, like, even, like, begin to visualize being that kind of person. So it's nice to, it's nice to think about, you yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, I became Roy because you started calling me Roy. Yeah. I can't imagine sitting down and going, I know what I'm going to call myself. I'm going to be Roy from here on out. Okay. I had to do that a couple of times in my life. So, I mean, well, I can That's what I was going to get at, though, because yeah. the way you started becoming, the way you became El Rey was because <laughs> we were at the Mexican restaurant that no longer exists <laughs> of El Tapatio. Great. You funny leaned over to our friend Catherine and said, like, as we were leaving over the last of our... Uh, I guess room temperature chips and salsa. Yeah. You can call me L. Ray. I do not remember the context, but that was in like 2012. I think I was like mockingly flirting. <laughs> That's plausible. You can call me L. Ray. <laughs> it's really ruined because I'm kind of congested right now. It's I'm really fine. sorry for like all of the sniffling and coughing because it's like. I'm not even sick anymore, but, like, for the first time in my life, I have severe allergies, and I still haven't gotten anything to remedy that quite yet. You know what? We're suffering a little bit, but we have these beautiful, wonderful, talented young men, oh, these we... boys, these sons, to keep us mildly distracted from our woes. For a minute. For twenty, for 34 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of veered away from the point because I wanted to talk about acronyms. And so one of the things that we like to do because it's easier sometimes and we're lazy is to refer to various characters by, you know, basically their initials. Yeah. So don't be surprised when that comes up. Do you want to... I know, like, you you, you referred to our baby boy Wei Wushan as Wi-Fi at one point in the last episode. I think that could stand to get a little asterisk on it. Yeah, well, I mean... Because I like to call him that, and it's I do. good. And it makes no sense until <laughs> you get the context for it, which is, I mean, the characters for Wei Wushan... I think it's just the Wushan part. Is it Wushan? Think, yeah. So the characters for Wushan... Don't quote me on it. I, yeah, I could be wrong. I do not write the language. I should look it up, it's but I'm not gonna. beautiful and complex, but I do not understand a lick of it. So, apparently, the characters for Wushan can be written in the same way as the characters used for Wi-Fi. So, a lot of the online fandom is taken to calling him Wi-Fi, because it's cute to me. Hey. And I've started using it because it's easy to refer to. I like to do it, also. I like to do it. I enjoy short nicknames, in case you couldn't tell. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good. And otherwise, given how, like, white American we are, mm. we also, you know, it can, take, it can take some getting used to to refer to people consistently by their uh, family and given name. Yeah. It's kind of like... And especially takes... to pronounce it in a way that isn't, like, inherently offensive. Yeah. Like, this episode, I was rewatching this episode, and I realized only for the first fucking time that what I thought was pronounced as Ling is yeah, Liang. Yeah, right. And I'm like, well, 
So now I know how to appropriately pronounce Liang and Nyang. That's nice. You learn something new every day. Really? You really do. You really do. It's great to me. It's good. Wonderful. I like to do it. Anywho's all. But yeah, you, let's let's talk about this episode. Let's hop in. So we we pick up right where we left off. Uh-huh. We got Big Boy standing on an eve. <laughs> and like this Donghua loves putting these boys on branches and eaves, like just for the drama. Of where it else all. are you gonna stand? Fucking you tell me. on the ground like an idiot? I don't think so. Why would I? I'm sorry, I'm Hong Kong Jun. Okay? My favorite thing about that I'm is extremely title. distinguished. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Cursing is forbidden in the uh, cloud recesses. Anyway, Wei Wuxian is gay, dude. He's, He's looking up at him. Super gay. <laughs> He's looking at him and he like fucks off because of how gay he is, basically. He's like <laughs> he like runs off <laughs> and my next note is just his fucking dot 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 donkey wrangling method. I watched this episode like over a week ago, so I don't. The donkey wrangling method. Yeah, he 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 runs off to the. We finally get the donkey's name, by the way. I don't think we got it in the last episode. It's little apple. It's little apple. Little apple. That's why I said I was little apple can in the first episode because I had forgotten that he did not actually get a name until this episode. He might have gotten in the last one, but I don't. I genuinely don't remember. He might have. I feel like I watched the... F- I feel like the last episode was, like, a year ago. Yeah. But... <laughs> I just watched it this evening because I was finishing up my notes not 20 minutes before the show started. I count that as not procrastinating that much, <laughs> given the circumstances. You're good. You're good. <sighs> You're I made good. it. I made it, y'all. The- I have a full... Like a full, like two scrolls of notes on my phone here. So I'm a fucking professional. It's good. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, he he wrangles his donkey and he hops on him and then he runs off to the woods. We're just fucking gone from the Mo Village. That's just we're not dealing with. That oh anymore. yeah, he got about. Yeah, he got about. So something because was, the because the arm got about. Right, the arm fucked off, and they're hunting down the arm now. Yeah, so everybody's looking for this arm. Uh, ex- everyone except for Wei Sean because he's just off, and he he like he can't like something in the he's in the woods, and something something weirds up because like a talisman glows, and these talismans I should clarify are like little strips of paper with some yeah. characters on, and it's on is it on a tree? I think it's on a tree. It's yeah, it's at like the base of a tree. Yeah, and it glows. All of a sudden, donkey get caught in net. It's a glowing golden net. It's beautiful. It looks really good, and <laughs> it looks very expensive. Yeah, and Wayu Shun is like, oh, I guess rich people are here. Yeah, and, and then he, he like looks up at Little Apple, and he's like, sounds like a you problem. Fucking honestly, he's <laughs> like, okay, well, fuck it, because like he doesn't have anything to help Little Apple. He doesn't have any weapons on him. Yeah, he doesn't even have anything sharp, and this net is a deity binding <clears throat> net, so it can only be cut by. A holy weapon, basically. Yeah, basically. Which is what, and, you know, yeah. cultivators have. Yeah. And since Wei Wuxian is now Mo Xuan Yu, he does not have access to that whatsoever. He yeah. has a donkey, he has a couple of apples. He's good. <laughs> he stands there eating one of the apples like he's Bugs Bunny. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, and then then there's a, a 
a little yellow child who comes up. There he is. And you know, Wei Wuxian, he doesn't... He doesn't know the kid personally, yeah. or at least he doesn't think he does. Yeah, uh, yeah. He like ducks behind but, the tree and he's looking at this kid. And but he recognizes yeah. the Jin sect immediately. Yeah, he, I mean, how can you not? There, the Jin sect is basically their whole thing is that they're paid. They're super. Oh, extremely. They're super loaded, and they wear yellow, and they have a little special fancy peony mm-hmm. on their robes. And he sees him and he's like, oh, it's okay, we got peony. one of them. That explains, huh? The peony is called Sparks in the Snow. Can't right? Yeah, so so he, he knows what's up. And this little gym boy is mad. Oh, yeah. He doesn't like that there's a donkey in his knit. Oh, no. And I feel like, narratively speaking, the deity binding knit was a real, like, solid way to introduce the denizens of the Jin clan and yeah. emphasize that they have more money than Oh, sex. yeah, because each of them, <laughs> they say that each of them is like... 400 yeah 400, and he is like yeah. i think later 400 gp later in the episode he like asks the lawn kids to like bring 500 nets oh, so yeah. like oh that's what the 400 is yeah expecting the fact that he needs 400 of them that's yeah. like what like fucking like i don't know like 40 racks or something it's- i <laughs> listen i would have been first in my class in my ged tests if it hadn't been for the math ged I just want everybody to know that I was in third place and it was because I got just above a passing score in the math GED. So you'll have to forgive me. I'm trying my best. 400 I, times 400. You know what? Just no, to assuage I, no, no, myself. No, don't, don't, don't quote me on the 400 money because I was thinking of how many there were. This is but, too much math. The last time I took a math class, I was in community college and that was in like 2009 oh, and I got a C in it. I was so, I was so off. It's 160,000. So, like, not even quoting you on it, just, like, assuming that these deity binding nets are fucking ridiculously expensive. Yeah. He probably spent, like, six digits. Yeah, like, if... They're basically D&D magic items. Yeah. And only other magic items can cut them. Anyway... And, like, even... Okay, so they're, they keep saying that, you know, there's some very powerful, resentful energy on Dashan Mountain. Yeah. Even with the knowledge of that to go around and put up talismans for like possibly hundreds of deity binding nets is so overboard that only a rich person would have done it. Yeah. Well, the reason there's so much resentful energy up on Dauphin Mountain is because there's all these rich people here. And that's why there's zombies. They're here to eat the rich. Oh God, I love that. (laughs) Not everyone can belong to the Jin set clout clinic. I so, love, yeah, yeah, that's true. So, so here's Jin Rulon. Here's aka Jin Lian. Here he is, my a baby boy, sweetest son, my baby son. I'm going to protect him with my life. Do you want to take the lead on describing him then? Okay, well, first of all, yeah, fucking adorable. <laughs> he has, I think. Probably some of the longest hair on any of the boys in the show. And he, like, one of the first shots of him is from behind flipping. and he flips it. He's it's flipping so it. He's flipping it. He's only 15 and he already knows he's beautiful and perfect and better than you. He's got that Ariana Grande po- high ponytail. Oh, man, he does. And he has the typical anime bangs, little center part. Mm-hmm. He's got these little, the little, like, Inuyasha style thingies. <laughs> On the front. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, the long sideburns. It's, yeah. The other thing that all of the all of the ginsect boys have are the little dot on the forehead. Yes. They have a little vermilion 
little mark here, yep. little red dot. So that's how you know that somebody is in the actual family and not just isn't just a disciple who's there to like learn stuff. Yeah, they're actually in line to be the sect leader someday. So that's and they get. So he's are they are they born with that mark or do they get it as a baby? They, because I remembered he they, was a they, baby. In yeah, that. they get it. They aren't born with it. Okay, I was going to say they yeah. just stamp it on. As it's soon Maybelline. It's like fresh out the womb, yeah. just like oh, just like that. Yeah, just exactly with that sound. <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, it, that's some good foley work. Mm, thank you. I try really hard. I try so fucking hard. <laughs> he also has he has like a big bow and arrow going on, and he oh yeah, he has a sword, a sword, and he has a bow and arrow. And Wi-Fi ends up recognizing the sword. Yeah, this child notices that somebody's skulking around the woods, and he does some archery at him. Oh yeah, Wei Wishan is like, "Don't rob me! Don't kill me!" And as he comes usual. out, and of course. Little Jin Young he's recognizes so mad. him. Yeah, he's and he's so, so mad. mad about it. He hates that. He hates that Mo Shuan Yu is here. So he's like, "It's awful." Yeah, he's like, "Ew." ew. And so he calls him a lunatic, yeah, like and, everybody else. And Wi-Fi like does the math, and he's like, "Oh, oh, the new me was in the Jin sect." And he kind of does some more math, and he realizes, "Oh, I know who my dad is now." And we'll get to his dad. Oh yes. And it would probably... I can't wait to roast him. God, Definitely. Ray, Ray you oh have no God. idea how ready I am to roast this man. Whatever. No, we'll I, get to that. We in... can spend 20 minutes roasting him when the time comes. That's just a little taste for you. That's going to be so... Oh, God. <laughs> oh, chef kiss. Anyway. I need to stop making that noise. It's fucking un... It's unbefucking coming. <laughs> it's entertainment. That's true. Yeah. It's media. It's media. <laughs> so... So Wi-Fi gets shit-talked to his face. Yeah. What does he say to him? He's like, you got a lot of nerve to... I'm your elder. Like, yeah, what he, the yeah, fuck, he boy? Yeah. yeah, he tries to put this child in his place. He's like, you, you know... And he, he, he says the bad thing of, you don't have a mother to teach you that shit anymore. And he f- does not appreciate that shit one bit. Yeah, it's like, you ever make a joke without having context and end up pissing somebody off? Like, he is so mad. Yeah, maybe in hindsight? Maybe that was a bit of a nerve. It's a bad idea to crack a joke about somebody not having a mother when, when they're from a cultivation family where people die pretty frequently. Mr. Huey? Mr. Wi-Fi? Sir? Sir? Just... Just throwing that out there, it's probably likely in poor taste. Yes. So, what happens? They, like, fight, right? Oh, yeah. Jin Leon gets so angry. Because, like, of course you'd be angry. The fuck? Yeah. We're going to be saying he's so mad so many times. (laughs) Oh, my God. There are so many angry (laughs) boys in this episode. There are so many angry men. Half of my notes are, like, he's so mad and he fucking hates this. He's so fucking mad. He's, like... Yeah, so he chases him down. I can't remember if he's fighting him with the with his sword or his bow and arrow. It's his sword. Okay. And I actually, like, I really wanted to make a note. I fucking love the animation on this little one-sided it's so sword good. fight. It's so fluid. And, like, even though it's necessary as he doesn't have a weapon on him, it, like, really... Just, yeah! It, it exemplifies and, like, speaks to Wi-Fi's, like, personality and his general approach to shit, like it's probably not that deep, but I, I still no, like it's so it. good. He's like just kind of dancing around it. He doesn't give a shit. He's going it's with so the flow. Good. Yeah, he's just going with it. He's just like flowing. Doesn't he have like his arms behind his back? Yes, too? he does. It's so good. Yes, the fuck he does. He's just hopping around doing useless <laughs> little somersaults just to you know 
just to fuck with him because like he doesn't actually want to hurt this kid are you kidding he doesn't want to do them there's no need for him to be violent so he chooses to just kind of hop around yeah and and then he yeah he like pulls a leaf off of a tree and he does some magic with it yeah i love yeah the ghost of his large cousin comes and sits on yeah (laughs) i love the old you know fat man flat man (laughs) (laughs) technique ghost sit on him and then he Wavishunts uh takes his sword and he's like why don't I cut my donkey out of the net with it and he like tosses it and it boomerangs oh, back yeah. at him and then Jin Liang is like I I'm can't gonna, believe you've done this I can't believe you yeah he's and he, he's like I'm gonna tell my uncle because he's like stuck on the ground now he's such a snooty like brainwashed wait till my father uncle hears about this ass bitch He's so like I know I can't help it. In any other world, he'd have like the big ringlets and like a little sailor suit and a huge lollipop. (laughs) (laughs) If his dad was around, he'd refer to him as Papa. Little little young penny father. (laughs) Little Lord Jinleroy. Lord Chinleroy. I made a note about the music, but I don't remember what it is, so I'm gonna skip that. It's just like some weird, like, low-core like, like, EDM stuff. It's kind of weird. I was like, why why are there synths here? Shouldn't there be like a little flute? I like the little flute, but whatever costs less, I guess. Anyway, he's like, he's like, I'm gonna snitch at my uncle, and Weibushan is like, who the fuck's your uncle then? And then so Speed of Sound Sonic shows up. Oh, fuck <laughs> you! Speed of Sound Sonic and- He is a top! <laughs> Speed of Sound Sonic is a fucking power bottom. I will not have you compare. No top! John Chain. <laughs> to known twink, twink bottom. Speed of Sound Sonic. Absolutely not in my home. Not in your home either. Okay? Are, are we clear? Are we divorced now? No, it's just not happening in our home. Listen. I'm sorry. Listen. I'm just like, okay, like, y'all, y'all all have that one character in a series that you just project onto so heavily. Oh, that's you a can't movie. help it. Zhang Cheng is that character for me. Like, rewatching the series, I'm definitely confident in saying he's in the top three for me. He just steps in and he's immediately unenthused. He's very stern with Jin yeah. Young. And I think Wi-Fi feels bad for him because he like he he edges he edges up the leaf yeah. with his little fingeroos. Yeah. And Wei Sean is looking at him like, oh shit. Yeah. He's doing some math too. So- he's got the he's got the tiny, the tiny scared anime pupil eyes, <laughs> you know. He um he cut well, do you wanna why why is he doing the math here? Well, Zhang Chang is his dearest Shidi, of course. Yeah. Hey, remember in the last episode when we had people some some random disembodied voices talking shit about Wei Wushan? Uh-huh. And they were talking about how his Shidi killed him. Guess who that is? It's, it's this That it's... boy It's that boy <laughs> Please look at the wave. <laughs> Very loud. Yeah, it's he's got he doesn't whip out Hermit Purple yet, does he? No, he does not. 
<laughs> Not yet. He uh, it's his it's his fucking signature move. Yeah. So Wei Wuxian he gets he gets Jin Liang up from the ground. And he gets up and he's immediately, now it's his turn to be like, I'm going to kick your ass, which I feel like somebody's going to do every episode. Yeah, incredibly. And Zhang Cheng is like, no, no, you don't kick his ass. You kill him and feed him to your dog, which is good to teach your nephew. Oh, yeah, you know. I can't fucking wait till my nephew is 13 and I can teach him how to kill people. Holy shit, man. Yeah, that's just the ultimate goal for every... Young father in America. Me, me, and Jeffrey out in the woods. Oh my god! <laughs> what What are you going to do next? Sign up for the fucking NRA? This isn't ancient China. This is America. We're going through a fucking crisis. I would die for my nephew Jeffrey. Jeffrey. His name is Jeffrey, and he's thirteen months old. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Oh, don't really know about that one. But <sighs> anyway, let's continue. Yeah. Anyway, a child comes at Wei Wuxian with a sword, and he's he doesn't move this time because he's like, oh shit, because he knows who this kid is now. Uh huh. But then a sword happens. It just kind of like yeah, this this sword, this cool like silver and blue sword, just like comes out of nowhere and lands Speaking. in the ground, and yeah. everyone's like, oh. I know who's whomest sword that is, and it's you know who it is. <laughs> the, the handsomest man is back again. He <laughs> Lan Wangji. He comes in. My favorite thing is he's here and he shows up and he just like he like walks past Wei Wuxian and just like shoves past him and like just looks at him as he goes. It's so good. Uh huh. It's so good. Fucking like he's like oh somebody who is it? I think it's. Zhang Chang, who's like, oh, you, there it is, fucking Han Guangjun appearing where chaos is. And I think appearing where chaos is in this context just means appearing where Wei Wuxian is. He's a, look, if there's a messy bitch, somebody's gotta clean up after him. That's how it's been. Here's my evidence, okay, a little later. Old Wi-Fi says, you know, me and him were like oil and water when I was alive. Well, he, he would take any opportunity to catch me. Why um, is this the same? Why are you giving him the voice that we give Fat Boy? It's a little more of a tenor, okay? I got I got kind of a limited repertoire right now. I'm a little sleepy. But, so he shows yeah. up. Yeah, he shows up and <laughs> Chang Chang, like, tells... <laughs> Tells Jimmy, I'm like, just shut up, adults are talking. Yeah, fucking and, honestly. And the lawn children are also here. Yeah, and, and of course, Jimmy always has something to say. He always has something to say. He always has something to say. He's the only one who ever pops off, and I respect that so much. <laughs> you gotta, somebody's got to. Yeah. Somebody's gotta say some shit. And this is like, this scene is like, probably the most we ever hear Lon Wangji actually talk. Yeah. Like, in one go, at Oh, least. God, in one go, definitely. Like, oh, and he's, he has such a wonderful, soothing he voice. He does. He's like, such both, a nice voice. Both in the Donghua and the radio drama, it's just like, I will admit, I listened to an ASMR isolated <laughs> track of just my boy the other night, and for the first time in my life was not racked with debilitating secondhand embarrassment. Right, everything he says is ASMR. Exactly! I'm just saying. It's like, oh, Lan Wangji is talking. Everything's going to be okay. We learn that these fellas, everybody's out doing a night hunt, which is basically just like open season ghost busting. Yeah. Like nobody called them out here to do it. They're just out here doing the damn thing. Yeah. And you usually do it with a partner because it's fucking dangerous because being a cultivator is fucking dangerous. Yeah. 
So, you know, it was a little weird for Jin Young to look like he was out there by himself. But, of yeah. course, of course, Uncle Unky Chung <laughs> is there. <laughs> oh, my next note is just, I stopped at four, 420 words before nice. writing this bullet LMAO. Ugh. And they eventually, the babies eventually get into an argument because... They all want to be on a night hunt, but Jin Leong is kind of hogging the entire area with his shit. Yeah, with, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, some random, some random junk sex guy comes up and is like, hey, a sword fucked up all of your kid, your kid's rich boy nets. And Oh, yeah. It was and, their swords. Yeah, and Jung Chang does not appreciate that shit. No, not at all. It makes <laughs> sense. Me when a canon-defining trait that LWJ and JC shares terminal resting bitch face. Yes! Fucking, and like, Jin Ling, Jin, fuck, it's okay. Jin Young and uh, Jin Yi end up getting into a sword fight, and like, all I could think of while I was watching it was, baby fight, baby fight, baby fight, like, <laughs> this is what happens when you mix hormones with life and death responsibilities, you get clownery. <laughs> You can, you do clownery and the clownery comes back to you. The clownery this comes is not back even the you. biggest clownery comes back to you moment. We'll get to that. It's really not. God, but oh lord, the things that happen when people take you at face value when you bullshit them. I'm just saying. We're talk about. I'm it. just saying. Anyway, you see old Uncle JC and he's he's got this cool purple ring on and he's like fidgeting with it and he's looking mad as hell. <laughs> and Waitress Sean is like, oh shit. Good boy, CJ is like, well, is it, look, we'll pay for the nets, it's okay, and... Oh, yeah, like, I, I will mention, I will add, sorry to interject, no, that Lan Yi, while Lan Yi and Jin Liang are fighting, fucking... Oh, yeah, he's just like, <laughs> he's just back there like, oh, more fighting, great. He's <laughs> like, I'm too old for this. He's fucking 15, but he's definitely the grandma friend. He's so... He's, so he's not even the it. mom friend. He's the grandma friend. Like, he's in his winter years. He's just fucking tired of it all. He's like, yeah, that's relatable. That's, you know, hashtag relatable teen moments. You're fucking 30. I am 30. Listen. You're not in your winter years. I Don't am in my winter years. like that. I'm dead already. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just, yeah, so he says we'll pay for the nets, and then uh, Jung Chang is like, he takes out how mad he is on his poor idiot nephew. Yeah, pretty Yeah, much. he's like, you better find something good on this hunt, Ed, or whatever. Yeah, or don't, don't fucking come back. Like, oh, yeah. he's such a dick. He's so mean to him, but like, uh, oh, yeah, the, so Lan Wangji has not said anything up until this point, I don't think. Yeah. And now he finally says a thing. He's just been, like, standing there, like, menacingly. <laughs> slightly but he's finally he's like he's like look there's some bad shit out here be careful and yeah and then he and the lawn boys like tell them about what went on at mo village and like basically is the demon zombie anchor arm got up got away and yeah. came up to the mountain so they're like it's you know look out for it and jack chang's like oh, not even big scary young master lung can subdue and he's like shut the fuck up and she's like you shut up don't argue literally yeah so Chan Chan fucks off. And Wang Ji, Lan Wang Ji sends them off into creepy cave exploration Yeah, time. he tells them to go look around and then he just like kind of bees handsome at yeah. Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah, extremely. Yeah, he does. And Wi-Fi does like a little salute at him and like reminisces a little bit. And this is where he does the thing that you were talking about earlier where he's like, oh, back in the day we didn't get along. Yeah. 
Yeah. Back in the day. Oil and water, baby. Oil and water, baby. But oil you know water. what water's used for, what oil's used for. Anyway. There we go. Yo. It's creepy cave exploration time. No, not quite yet, because no. Caesar comes up and he, like, thanks Wei Wuxian for saving them. Cause he's oh, like, that's boy. right. That's that's the one last thing they do before they yeah. scamper off. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then the children cute. scamper off, and Jin Liang and Jin are, like, fighting teenagerly. Yeah. As they do, and, oh yeah, Wei Wuxian, this is where he, like, looks over and he, like, we finally, like, see the result of all of the math he's been doing on this little yellow child we get a little flashback yep. where we see little baby we see the little baby of him yeah he's he's grabbing at that sword that same sword it's in his daddy's hands. it's in his daddy's hands and, and you know it's weird because his mommy is in purple robes yeah it's weird how that works i wonder who else in this episode is wearing purple yeah so and then you know we see the sword covered in blood. It's his mom. Yeah. And we hear CGA and we know that uh, he's putting the pieces together. Yeah. So what does, what is, what is that word, CGA? That is a word used for your martial sister. Yeah. So it's a sister from your same sect. Yeah. So that fucking sucks. And yeah. And Sean is like, oh, fuck, I said the worst thing I could have possibly yep. said and like slaps himself and... The children are fighting some more, and Sisha's like, it's who's you at your age, and, like, Jingyi, like, kicks Jin Liang off a hill or something, he just, like, kicks him and he's gone. Yeah, he falls <laughs> down the damn hill, and suddenly he's scared, and they chase after him. Oh, yeah, that's it. Okay, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then do you want to talk about the fucking Cornetto ad? <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> we get a commercial, we get some good capitalism right in the middle of this. <laughs> It's like, it's obviously like a chopped and screwed version of a previous scene, but like with like an ad for like an ice cream cone <laughs> cut in and there's like an animation of Lan Wangji elegantly lifting the ice yeah. cream cone to his lips and like taking a bite. Yeah. And it's, it's like, they do this occasionally. I think they do this like every other episode or maybe Something every like episode. Where it's not it's every episode, like, they didn't do it in the first one. It's, it's like a weird little like, like animated a advertisement. It's so crazy. Yeah. And <laughs> so, fucking, I don't remember the whole thing. The only thing I wrote down for this was, uh, quote unquote, be simpler, you're much cuter. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what Wave Shot tells him. I don't remember. It is. It's good, but I like some ice cream capitalism in the middle of my necromancy anime. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm really, uh, I'm really a fan of how fucking jarring it is to watch <laughs> these ancient traditional Chinese characters in their traditional robes eat uh, processed packaged ice cream. That's <laughs> cool I, to me. When Interesting. I, when I think of the Shanja genre, what I think of is a delicious cornetto. Yeah, I mean, fuck, you can't argue with that. I mean, shit. What are you gonna do? So anyway, we're back in the episode. Yep. And the lawn children are in a scary cave, and there's the you know? there's the giant cliff statue from Steven Universe uh-huh. inside of it. I wonder, Roy, if it's haunted. I wonder if it's haunted, Ray. I wonder if there's possibly some evil, resentful energy in there. Like that sure would further I, the plot. I wonder. Damn. And they're looking at it, and they're like, "Oh, this cave is actually a temple." And then there's like a pair of eyes, and they scream. Oh, they scream, and then suddenly, like, they turn around, and Jin Leung is like, he's lit all these candles, and he's like, what are you scared yeah. for? And I love him being a smug dick about them being scared, and then the plot is like, hey, baby, by the way, you're 15, and you're not always right about everything. Yeah. Here you go. Because he's then, little homie sees 
the, yeah. he's watching the statue and one of the eyes moves. Yeah. Yeah. Caesar looks at it and the eyes move and look at him and he's like, uh, this thing just looked at me and <laughs> it's like, funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> and then the statue come to life and it's got a big gross snaky arm. Yeah. Like, do you ever just arm? Do you ever arm? Many arm. Many arm. Many arm on the statue. It's, it's also like, got a lot of legs. There's too. a lot of arms, and not only there are a lot of arms, they are twisty and bendy in horrifying ways. Yeah, they're they like just, 900 miles long. They each. penetrate. Yeah, deeply. they go like up and down and through the. It looks like a, it's like it's like the trail of a Scooby Doo chase scene. It's like a spider web. Arms. Yeah, yeah, a spider web made of arms. Yeah, they just like go in through the ground and come back up, and it's just there's a lot of arms everywhere. And outside, Wei Wuxian feels the, like, anime fight wind and goes oh, to, like, track yep. it down. And then because some, yeah. There was an illusion, a brief illusion to the anime fight wind before the statue came to life because the candles yeah. flickered a little bit right, right as they were talking about, ha that's a stupid joke to play on somebody. <gasps> so, <laughs> uh, she comes in and she ends up chasing them out yeah. of the cave. Yeah. Yeah, some other cultivator guys show up and, like, you know they're not important because they're wearing, like, beige or whatever. Yeah, drab robes. They're basically yeah. red shirts. Yeah. Like, any, any... They're beige shirts. Any cultivator you see in normal robes that doesn't have a name yet, probably just a red shirt. Yeah. Yeah. If they look it's like... 99. It's a non-zero chance. Yeah. If they look kind of like Gilbert Gottfried, they're not oh gonna matter. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm if they're saying. balding, bald lives don't matter. <laughs> They all no, like I'm taking that back. You gotta cut that out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can't, Ray, I can't keep that in in any good conscience if we're ever gonna do license to fill. Yeah, that's true. Fuck. But, okay. <laughs> but this statue wants Jin Leon dead, like, yesterday, so it's chasing him down in particular, and Wei Wuxian's like, this kid's a dumbass, let me go save him, and... He does the leaf thing again. Yeah, he does the leaf magic at it, but it doesn't, it doesn't work. It the doesn't statue, work. Yeah, the statue has the anchor arm. Too fucking juiced. It's got the anchor arm. This... Fucking arm is like twenty feet long now. It gets huge and veiny. Not it was veiny before. It, no, it gets even veinier it, after uh, yeah. you put the leaves oh, on. Oh yeah, no, it's yeah. It's still got those good ass nails though. Oh yeah, and you know, while they're running from it, Wei Wushan's vision happens to pass by a little a little thing of bamboo. And the fear is just like, hmm, hmm. I wonder what that could mean. I wonder why this bamboo is important. It's a weirdly opportunistic looking stalk of bamboo sticking out from the ground. Weird, huh? And eventually shit breaks bad. Yeah. Shit breaks very bad. Yeah, a big, yeah, big bell trap a statue. Big bell trap a statue. For like little, two seconds before. Yeah, little boy, my son, throws this little bell into the air and it gets gigantic and descends down onto the statue, and they're like, fuck yeah, and then the bell cracks, and the yeah. arm comes out and grips this dude and fucking consumes him. Yeah. And well, they're first, like, Jesus. Yeah, well, first of all, it's still inside the bell. The statue does, like, a funny DBZ energy charge. Oh, yes. Yeah, and it does that inside the bell, and then it explodes, and it grabs the man's head. And doesn't it, like, suck his... It does. It sucks his life essence so, out. So, yeah, it's, yep. you hate to see it. Just like it did with, you know, the shitty-ass Mo family. Yeah, and Wi-Fi's like, oh, this arm is mean as all hell. This is Extremely. Like, this would explain the zombies. Oh, yeah. That and he's the like, folks. well, I have no choice. Yep. You gotta, you know, you know I'm gonna have to do it to him. Oh, yeah. And the statue, like, busts out of the bell and the forest catches on fire because that 
happens. Yep, definitely. And then Jin Lan does some good archery. He's hopping around. He does. He's trying. He puts a couple cracks in the temples. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. In the in the statue's temple. Uh-huh. Good. And then, hey, remember the bamboo? Yeah, you know the grandmaster of demonic cultivation himself is about to let these bitches know. <laughs> He's about to let him know. He about to do he it. He takes those fucking leaves. He takes some leaves up in his hand, like kisses them or some shit. He snaps off this piece of bamboo. <coughs> he starts whittling it. Mm-hmm. He gets some holes going in it. And he makes shitty flute YouTube channel. Extremely. And he starts... He plays a very discordant too. Yeah. yeah. But well, oh yeah, first... Oh yeah, Jin Leon like, remembers Zhang uh, Zhang telling him to bring, bring him something good and it's... Oh, it just makes me go, oh, baby. He's trying so hard. He's a baby. He's baby. He's, I'm baby? As it turns out, he's baby. As it turns out, him baby. So anyway, so Wi-Fi grabs his bamboo and makes a flute out of it. And it sounds very bad. And Oh, it's terrible. (laughs) Jingy's like, your flute playing sucks, dude. And, but then. The ultimate boy. Some chains come up from the ground and Nathan Explosion is here. It's fucking Nathan Explosion himself. Veiny ass. Actual physically corpse gray. Don't even need the corpse paint. Nathan Explosion. And everybody knows immediately who this dude is. Because he is the infamous Wen Myung, the ghost general. The ghost of the general. And he's my son. And he basically just goes ham Oh, yeah. The statue, like, grabs Jin Liang's face, and the ghost of the general punches the arm off the statue, uh-huh. and everyone around, like, all these rando cultivators are looking at him, they're like, what is the ghost general doing here? He's supposed to be, like, double dead. Oh, yeah. But he's back. And, and one of the cool things about the ghost general is that, like, not only does he punch the shit out of everything, he has these gigantic chains. They look so good, dude. And he uses the chains to just rip the damn statue into yeah. pieces. He, tur- he uses it as, like, a garrote. He does. Multiple <laughs> garrotes all over the body. Like, that's the way to fucking do it. He fucking rules, dude. And he... And all the while, you know, Wi-Fi is still playing this very discordant tune. Yeah, it sounds not great. You know, I do wonder how he originally came up with, like, the exact melodies to control the dead. Like, there is isn't that, really a melody. It is sounds... it that, or is it the flute, is the flute just, like, a medium for his power, and whatever he farts out is imbued with it, so it doesn't matter what it sounds like? He's playing a, like, Mars Volta Cassandra Gemini flute solo. Uh-huh. It sounds like that. He's just playing, like, random notes. I yeah. genuinely don't know what his yeah, methodology I don't know. is behind it. So it wasn't, like, it wasn't explained in the novel at all? It's just, like, random, like, so. discordant yeah. shit? I, okay. yeah. Uh, or, well, no, because they got, like, there were song titles. Yeah. But. It just seems so freaking, just, like, avant-garde and random. It fucking rules. I wonder how he, like, I wonder how he figured it out initially. Like, oh, well, this won't raise the dead, but this note will. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's how, it's like. What the thought process was. It's like discovering the, like, heavy metal tritone that sounds like the devil. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah. So, so he does that. He, like, improvs. And then Wen Young gets, he gets like the arm, he pulls the arm off, uh-huh. and then he gets the arm in, I'm not trying to make a pun, an arm bar, basically, yes, and he's just like holding is. it down. The arm's ground game is shit, by the way. Oh, for real? And, and so Wei Wuxian is quickly, he's like, come on, get the get the special yeah, holy sealy patch. Bring me, yeah. Pouch. Bring, excuse yeah. me. <laughs> bring me that shit. 
And they come up and... The Lawn Boys come oh, up. Oh, shit. Yeah. Where'd I... Uh, yeah, they bring up, like, a bag of holding and put the... They do some magic and then the arm goes in yeah. the bag. And this bag is, like, super tiny. It's, like, the size of a dice yeah. bag. And it, like, it it doesn't, like, take the arm into it. It just, like, absorbs the resentful energy. Yeah. And, like, the special holy beam hits Young a little bit and he's not happy about it. He doesn't it. like that. And the other cultivator guys are like, okay, now get him because he's not supposed to be here. He's supposed to be, like, very dead. He got burned up, like, 13 years ago. Why is he here? And now he's fucking back! And Inexplicably! Yeah, Sijui, like, looks at them and he's like, and he, then when, you know, like, chains them to maybe death, he uses his cool chain thing again, and they... Just more red shirts, so it doesn't actually matter. Yeah, who cares? And Jin Leong, like, tries to fight him, which is stupid, and he gets knocked back, like, 70 feet it's once again that thing of like Chang Chang's ringing in the back of his head, like you better bring me a good one. Come yeah. on, boy. Yeah. <laughs> and so Wei Wuxiang like flutes at Wen Yong to like stop him. And you know the weird thing about this flute song is that it's much less discordant. Yeah, it's definitely actually a melody this time. It's actually a melody. So he's playing. He's, he's playing play- the flute solo. Yeah, he's playing his flute solo. He's doing his cool flute solo. He's and. When Young like goes toward him and they're like walking, he's like walking backwards. He's easing him away. Yeah, from he's easing the him people. away from yeah from the scene. And I mean, bottoms be necromancing. Bottoms be necromancing. When Sean like bumps his ass into Long Longji's dick, and that's like the view that we get. I'm waggling my. <laughs> I'm not very making hard. this up. That's you what you get. It. It's he backs that shit up. You gotta love it. And Long Longji like grabs his wrist and gives him ultra mega serious face, and Wei Sean's like, uh. Oh, yeah. Kind of trying to flute here. And it's like, he just stares at him, and you can tell how immediately he recognizes him. I think he recognized him, like, immediately. Oh, yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah, so he grabs, yeah, he's got his wrist grabbed, but he's, like, not, he's just kind of holding onto it because yes. he doesn't stop him from playing. So he keeps playing a little bit. Ghost Journal's kind of going ham a little bit, but after after Wei Wishon, like, flutes some more when, you know, like, fucks off and yeah and a couple other unimportant dudes are going after him which yeah. which, which means he's safe we don't have to worry about him if it's just randos exactly and so lan wangji lets him go and then okay here's where hermit purple shows up but it's it's jung cheng's cool whip can we his cool whip his, funny, cool whip. his fu- family guy funny moments cool whip yeah big ass purple electric whip it's actually his ring so yeah i i you're the one wielding this on our podcast art. Do you want to talk about what Zizian? this is? Yeah. I don't. I actually don't know how to pronounce that one. Zian, basically. Z i d i a n. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's his special cool purple whip. He got it from his mama. Yeah. Just like he got his, his that juicy booty from his mama. And that that resting bitch face. Oh yeah, Maggie was hot as fuck. I actually, know, I'm she mad. was really hot. I know. Like I hate. It, but she was really hot. But yeah, so he's got this whip, and it's made out of electricity, basically. And they talk about and it's purple. Yeah, and literally, its name means purple lightning. So everybody's weapon has a cool name. Like Lan Wangji's sword is called Beechen, which I don't remember what it means, but it means something. Beechen is a uh, fucking I don't know. Yeah, and then like even Wei Wuxian's flute has a name, but everything has a name, and like usually it's some like cool thing and. Zijian is just purple lightning, which is exactly what it is. It's fucking great. And it literally, when I'm... It's fucking sick, It is what it is. 
and so they, now it's, right now it's now it's Junction and Stern to yeah. Mr. Cool Ice up in a tree. Oh yeah, he hops down, starts a whipping, and he's so mad because he knows what's up. Fuck. And the special thing about this whip is that it supposedly can detach a a demon or creature possessing a soul from the body. Yeah. So he knows what's up, and yeah. that's why he's using the whip because he thinks. That old Moshuanyu has been possessed by Wei Wushan, but yeah. that's not exactly true. Not quite, yeah. So he's, I mean, he's got a strategy. He's trying to utilize it. Wan mm-hmm. Wangji, like, whips out his zither and zithers. He stops him. Away. Yeah, he stops him. And then, but Zhang Chen, like, smirks, and now he's the one with the lip gloss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got it this time. Very handsome. And so he's got this whip, and Wei Wushan is like, let me grab my whip, his donkey. And. <laughs> I have my next note is just ghost ride the whip joke. So Jiangsheng like whips him and he goes flying and he gets up and he's like, uh, um, uh, uh, rude. Hello, and he's um, like, bitch, rude. I love how in this scene he's explaining it to he's explaining it to himself. He's like, ah, of course that didn't work. Like yeah, a he's fucking got the anime villain. Face. It's the fucking night cat face. <laughs> it's an exact. <laughs> It is an exact, like, an overdraw of the knife cat face. <laughs> and Chang so mad. He's like, why are you you? Wei Wushan is you. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's so mad. And the lawn boys are like, dude, j- sect leader Jung, it's okay. You're wrong. It's cool. <laughs> it's fine. And then some other Jung oh, guy comes up. He's a Scorpio. He hates being wrong. Yeah. See, okay. Here's the thing. Everything you need to know about... The dynamic between Wei Wushan and Zhang Cheng comes down to both of them being Scorpios. Oh yeah, that's it. You don't need to know anything else. That's October thirty first to November fifth, they're both fucking Scorpios. And then, if we want to extend that a little bit further, Wan Wangji, Aquarius. Obviously, there you go. Jesus. I don't even. We don't. We can the fucking finish this weirdest, right now. The weirdest dudes on the planet are Aquarius. My brother is an Aquarius. He, my point stands. Yeah, there you go. Then what fucking, oh yeah, some some rando comes up and he's like supporting Jin Liang and he, this injured child starts shit-talking Mo Yu like 10 feet away from who he thinks is him. Uh-huh. And why does this child know about this grown man's sexual proclivities? Like, why does he know this? So, he's just, you know what, I think it's because he's keeping something to himself. You know, any, uh, any kind of exposure to that that he can get, he will take. Folks... Wow, that person is like me. Better uh, shit on them in public so nobody gets suspicious. Oh, that person's like me. Boy, I hate it. Yeah. I'm going to reject it immediately because I don't understand it and I'm afraid of it. Can we we talk real quick about kind of the difference between what's going on with this here in the Donghua and what's going on with it in the novel? Because there's a bit of a... They kind of... The writers of the show kind of got around this a little bit because Mm. of the censorship thing. So, So, in... The novel, the thing with Mojuanyu is that him gay. Deeply gay. Deeply very gay, and everybody knows it. And, and they, that's what he's being scolded for here. They switched it to man, woman, or... Plant, animal, plant, anything. Animal, so that's kind of what we do here. The thing is, like, anything we know about the extent to which Mojuanyu did anything, or, like was open about anything, I guess, all comes from other people. And 
none of the people who say anything about it can really be trusted to be telling the truth about it. Yeah. Because everybody's either got ulterior motives or weren't actually there or are a 14-year-old child who was, like, four years old when all of this actually went down. Yep. <laughs> so... If that... It was... I think it was 13 years ago, wasn't it? No. Moshuan Yu got kicked out of the Jin sect 10 years before the start. 10 years before where we are right now. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, he had gotten kicked out for a thing having to do with this. We're, I'm not gonna get to that right now. We'll get to it when we get to it, like we've said a million times, but... My point is, why does why does the eighth grader know about this? Who is telling him these things? I really don't know, and it's <sighs> he's just he's just misguided. He's you know? misguided. He's just misguided. He's confused. He'll figure himself yeah. out. And if, if he were if he were a few years older, I would give this the messy bitch juice moment. But Extremely. he's a child, yeah. so I'll forgive him this time. Yeah. He's at that age. I'll forgive him this time. If he does it again, he's on thin ice. Anyway, we look over at Lon Wangji and he's making this good thinking face where he's like chewing on his thumb. Which is really cute. cute. He's so good. And Wei Wishon is like, what the hell is going on in here on this day? (laughs) And what the hell? Oh yeah, the other the other Jong guy is like, Yeah, I mean, you know, Wei Wishon might have been a piece of shit, but he was straight, which So why would he possess the known gay of Mo Yu? And and he's like, you, you even said his flute sounded like shit, so why would it be him? It yeah. can't be him. Like, they come to the conclusion that he's not possessed, but he still practiced necromancy, so he's they're, st- yeah. they're going to have to take so it. So Zhang Cheng hates this. Yeah. And Sean <laughs> does this cute little smile at him, this, like, shit-eating grin that's, like, still adorable. <laughs> yeah, so that's when Zhang Cheng's like, well, he's still... Necromance and kill him. Yeah. And we were sh- <laughs> so here's my messy bitch moment. I don't know if you got the same thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he goes and hides behind Lan Wangji, and Zhang Cheng is like, "Are you fucking with me on purpose?" And Sijui comes up and he's like, "Pardon me, sec leader. Like, why do you give so much of a shit?" Extremely. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, why does your boy Han Guangjun give so much of a shit?" And Lan Wangji's like. He's like, well, he's doing bad shit, but he's doing it for a good reason, so it's impossible to say whether it's bad or not. Exactly. And it- <laughs> <clears throat> like he saved all of us and Yeah, and it, like even even with no context for the show, it's like clear as fucking day how hung up on Wi-Fi while Wonji is like this man will literally risk life and limb to protect him with no complaint whatsoever. It's been like an hour. It's like the maybe two. man in the world. It's been an hour, maybe two, and he already fucking knows. It's my son. And when when Wei Wushan goes and runs behind Lon Wonji, there's no reaction from Lon Wonji. There's no reaction. He's just like, okay, this is it. I'm about to do this then. Guess I'll protect. Yeah, guess I'll protect because he fucking knows. My big son. And oh so yeah, and if he, things Wei, escalate. Yeah, Wei Wushan is like, "You're hurting my feelings, sect leader Jung," and he's and he's like, "I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fuck just anybody. I wouldn't bone down with anybody." And he does this like little coquettish, coy little cutesy act where he like, yeah, plays with his hair and it gets like stuck in his mouth a little he's bit. Like, and he just the, lets it fall. The bull in the stable yeah. isn't my type, and you, Jung Tone, definitely aren't my type. <laughs> That's the messy bitch juice moment. Ben did not have to go there. He didn't. <laughs> and then he goes, but but this Han Gong dude, oh, he's 
definitely my type. <laughs> he's like doing this like <coughs> how do you even describe the voice he's doing? Because he's definitely putting on a voice. It's like a little soft, like coquettish kind of moment. Yeah. He's like, I wouldn't I And yeah, he's like, I would definitely let Hong Kong June bow me and he's like and he's thinking like, oh this'll this'll coax him into a snafu. Yeah, this will disgust both of them this thoroughly. This will make him experience some botherations. And, and he's Wan going to hate this and then I can get away. But here's where the clownery comes back on him. Blonde Wang Ji is just like, I... He's like, I'm taking him back to Gusu with me. Cool. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and yeah. Bye now. He's like, bye now. And hey, guess where we go? We're going to the cloud recesses. We're going to the cloud recesses. It's an actual place. And it's very pretty. It's like all these mountains, and they're, like, foggy and misty, and they got all this vegetation on them, and there's these really pretty buildings, and there's these cute bunnies hopping around as we, you know, zoom in, and Wei Wishan fucking hates it. He is crying his eyes out. (laughs) He is crying his eyes out. He is fucking, like... He's so mad, he hates it. He is just... He's like, I don't want to be here. I hate it. I don't like it. Absolutely reveling in being the most dramatic bitch on the scene. <laughs> he fucking hates it. You can tell how completely he's like living it up, even when he hates it. Yeah, I think oh this my is God. like. I don't think he's playing it up here, though. I think he like genuinely. He's yeah, like, I wanna. I just came back to life. I was dead for thirteen years, and you're gonna make me do this. I wanna. He's definitely and... like taking every opportunity to act as much of a fool as he can, just to like <laughs> amplify it. Like mood. Just like what you would in your dreams. If you could act any way you wanted, tell me that this wouldn't be Yeah. So he's like, they're outside the gates of the cloud recesses, which is in a place called Gusu, which is where the lawn sect lived. And uh, the lawn boys are with him, and he's, Weiwishon is like clinging on Lil' Apple, and the the children are like, I thought you said you liked... Han Guangjun, why are you, why don't you want to come here? And he's like, he's like, I like Lil' Apple too, it doesn't mean I want to live in the donkey shed. <laughs> and we get this shot of, like, the wall, the, like, mountain wall outside of the cloud recesses, and it's got all these rules written on them. And yep. they have 4,000 rules that you 4, have to... 4,000. <laughs> nothing is allowed here. Hence the title of our fun podcast. He says something, okay, so I, I don't know why I've been making this so hard for myself. Because he says, Weiwishan says he hasn't been here in over 20 years. So he would be at least 35. Because they were, he was 15 when he was in the cloud recesses. Yeah. So these are grown-ass men in their <laughs> mid-30s, which makes everything about this so much funnier to me. <laughs> but, but, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking about it. So maybe maybe he's counting 20 years as when he was alive plus when he was dead. So he would still be 35? Well, he would have... Okay, so if if it's been 20 years since he was been here, including the 13 years that he was dead, it means... So 20 years ago, he was 15. Yeah. 13 years ago, he died. So he died when he was 22. Yes. So since he hasn't been alive mentally, spiritually, or physically... He's kind of still 22. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. But he's in 24-year-old Mochuan Yu's body. Yeah. So he skipped the critical age of 23, where first off, nobody likes you. And second, <laughs> I don't know about you, you just turned 24. But 23, I think, was the age where my body started to fall apart. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's where I like started needing naps all the time and... <laughs> 
like everything hurt and I would wake up and I think that's when I found my first gray hair. Nice. You gotta love it. So yeah. I love, yeah. So I'm just imagining him like dying at 22 and then waking up at 24. Just feeling like an absolute grandfather. Just feeling like shit and being like, I'm elderly now. But yeah, and then Seashree's like, so d- like, dude, Han Guangxi's doing you a favor. What's your problem? And Lan Guangxi's like, it's a, let him cry, whatever. Just bring him inside when he's done. Drag him inside drag, when drag he's Drag him done. inside. Yeah, that's specific. right. That's right. And William Shen, like, hops on a little apple and who starts heading towards Lan Wangji because guess who's got an apple now? He's charging towards him, and I'm just fucking... He, like, yeah, so Lan Wangji <laughs> has an apple and he tosses it into the air, and then we go, we're gonna go back to the past. And I just want to say, like, Lan Wangji baiting little apple with the apple as, like, a power move is completely transcendent. <laughs> like, he knows he has already bagged it. <laughs> He just needs to steal the deal. You got, gotta do it somehow. He's bagged it the fuck up. Bag it, the, got to bag it up. Got to bag it up. <laughs> Ray, I like the way you work it. I've got to bag it up. No diggity. No down. <laughs> so we go back to the past. We get like a little... Cool Some terribly integrated shift. CGI. Well, yeah. <laughs> but we also get, like, a shift. Like, the apple... He tosses the apple up into the air, and then it turns into 20 years ago, and then it comes down. And past 15-year-old actual real his-body Wei Wushan is, like, hiding some jars of booze in, like, a tree root. <laughs> and somebody's calling for him. And... They hey! Him by a funny name! Hey! Your baby's there. A little bit. A Just little the tiniest bit. bit. He He's like there. goes over. He goes over to run to whoever it is that's calling for him. We see off in the distance. We see a little purple boy, and we also see a little green boy, a very little green boy. And Who's that's an angel that we will meet briefly. We will, that's that's all we get of him, and I'm so excited. <laughs> but then it's nighttime, and Wei Wushan is like sneaking around on on the roof. He's the on, roof. on the roof. <laughs> I hate when people pronounce it like that. It bothers me so bad. The roof crawler. The roof. The roof crawler. The roof. The roof. <laughs> On the roof. The roof. But he's hopping from roof to roof. He's obviously sneaking around, and we yeah. pin in on him, and he's got the same jar of booze. He's like, yeah. "Fuck yeah!" And then he looks up, and there's a little, there's a little man standing on the wall, just looking at him. Who's that little man? It's, it's baby. <laughs> Lan Wangji himself. Baby. And by baby, I mean, like, 10th grade. And he's he's still so handsome. He's just, his eyes are a little bit bigger. He's a little bit softer. He's he a teen. so cute. He's, he's so wearing cute. a cute little collared robe. Yeah, he has a little collared robe. And Wei Wushan is like, I'll give you some booze, which isn't gonna work. I'm fucking like, Wei Wushan couldn't handle sobriety for even a day. <laughs> this man was 15 years old, pounding back Emperor's smile, and bribing the fucking hall monitor in order to keep it when he gets caught. I fucking mean, legend. Wouldn't you not give it a shot? I would shoot my shot. <laughs> I would you miss 100% shoot my shot. of the shots you don't shut down. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. He's and dedicated to Emperor's Smile. That's brand loyalty, definitely. That's brand loyalty. He knows what he's about. But yeah, that's episode. That's the episode. That's the episode. That's where we leave off. And I forgot to look up the name of the next episode. That's okay. It's the third one. It's the third one. The third one, yeah. But we got some stuff that happened. It's it good. was great. We got some boys introduced. Some babies. Some babies. And so, uh, I guess this is a bit of a spoiler, but I, I feel like it's 
less of a spoiler and more preparation because I wasn't prepared for it the first time I watched this. Mm. But we stay, we're going to stay in the past until probably about four minutes from the end of the last episode of the season. Yeah, we're getting just a season-long flashback. Just a season-long flashback. And this is definitely not how they do it in the book, to my knowledge. Mm-mm. This is compiled from a bunch of different spots in the book. Yeah. Just to so, make it kind of more linear. Yeah, pretty much. And, like, every... It helps when every chapter of the book is, like, separated into different sections, like standalone stories. So yeah. they just took a couple standalone stories from flashbacks and stuck it in there for context. Mm-hmm. And it's really fucking good because mm-hmm. you meet a bunch of just excellent, excellent friends... Neighbors, cultivators. Friends, neighbors, cultivators. Friends, neighbors, cultivators. I love that. It's good. (laughs) So, yeah, that's where we're going to be. We're going to be 20 years ago. When they're all 15 years old. When they're all children. Young, innocent, and horrible. Just like every young teen is. We're We're going to, like, a very specialized magic school for a couple episodes. Yep. So Roy, Roy, come out. Roy, do we do we have any questions? We do have some questions. I am gonna go in order of how I receive them. Okay. So the first question that I got is from friend of the show Scout. Okay. And I got this via text actually because according to Scout, Tumblr captcha won't work. Alright. So, <laughs> and this is a very good question that I like to read. Scout writes what does Long Wanji dress like in a modern AU? I hope it's not Lacoste polos. <laughs> Unfortunately. It is Lacoste polos. It is, uh... It's... You it's wanna know... fucking Patagonia vests. It's pressed khakis. Slim fit, because you know he likes to be stylish. And pilos. Do you know what it is? It's Lucky Luciano 14K. Minus the sock tan. Yeah. And also, I think more... More on the blue spectrum than kind of a pink tint. Oh, he'd look great in pink, though. He would. What a love, just like a lovely soft pastel just against his beautiful skin and those golden eyes. My ultimate, the only man. The only man. The only man, period. I yeah, was going to say only- something else, but he's just the only man. The world's first man. The world's first man. Dweeb. Dweeb. I, I would die for him. Of all cell Chad. Imagine. <laughs> Is he false? We'll get to it. So, yeah, that's true. Our next question comes in from uh, Caroline of the show Byronic Quiro. Thank you. On Tumblr, which uh, and she says, Incredible how much these guys have to vape to keep the cloud recesses so damn foggy. Hotbox these rules, lol. <laughs> anyway, good one. Good one, Caroline. Love that. I Thank love you. It. Anyway, I'm loving the animation so far, and y'all's takes are spicy enough to raise the dead, which is why I want to know, what is Way Rashad's favorite culture club song and why? Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Okay, let me... I want to look up a list of them really quick just to jog my memory. Because yeah, it's that. one of those things where, like, if I see the name, mm-hmm. I'll be able to, like, mm-hmm. at least know the chorus. So, I wanted so badly to have an answer for this, but dumbassedly, I... Despite being f- f- more or less fluent in both bands, what I accidentally did was I kept thinking Wham! Oh, no. when I meant to think Culture Club, and I still couldn't come up with an answer, and I think that explains <laughs> that. Oh no. But still, I think this one might rest on you, Ray, because you're. I'm not going to... I Cultured Club? think I'm going to say Church of the Poison Mind. 
I love that. Love that. Love that. Just pretty good, solid song. Either that or, you know, the the absolute classic number one banger. Didn't want to say it, but I had to include a Carmen Chameleon. There's no way you can't have a good time singing that song. You come and go. You, you come, come and go. And go. <laughs> and love it will be easy if you tell us a lie my dream. Red, gold, and green. Red, gold, and green. Red, gold, and green. It's the sing-along hour. Every day is life's a Bible. Okay, I'm done. Red, gold, and green. 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 Red, gold, and more than one. You know what? As much as I stand the Jong clan, I feel like if I were in this universe, I would probably be like Nye. That's what I was thinking. Adjacent. You are, yeah, you're very much like a berserker. Yeah, extremely. You I would, would I would extremely have, have berserker qualities because yeah. that's just me as a person, unfucking fortunately. Yeah. And oh God, I can't wait to talk about that. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, no, you would definitely have the like ferocity. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm more of the lawn sect, like weird nerd. Yeah. And totally weird. I th- yeah, I think I would be <laughs> useless in combat. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd be like decent at maybe stealth. I think yeah. I could hide. I can be pretty fast. Could do an archery. I could maybe do an archery. I'm, I, I need to find something to accommodate how small I am, but I think mostly just what I'd be good bow. at... Just a, a little toy bow. <laughs> just a little Perfect bow. size for you. It's a little pixie bow. A little pixie bow. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like I'd be good at, like, reconnaissance. I'd be good at the magic end of stuff. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. We'd make a good team, though. That's like having a barbarian and a wizard. That's true! That's a really good duo. That's powerful. I think we'd be alright. I think we'd be Gucci. If we both got over our debilitating anxiety disorders, I think yeah. we would be alright. Yeah. <laughs> I think my main stumbling block in the world of trying to be a cultivator, for me, this is just for me personally, is that I stone cold do not at all 0% believe in ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're not we're not even suspending our disbelief here because in this question we are existing in a universe yeah. in which ghosts are that, demonstrably yeah real. yeah that's true ghosts ghouls demons zombies zombies yep big ass fucking murderous ass turtles big statues sentient fucking whirlpools yeah you name it <laughs> we got it. <laughs> I love when you're when you're doing a funny because I can see it in the waveform. It's good. <laughs> it's because whenever I do a funny, it's just me fucking yelling. <laughs> I like I like to hear it. So I mean, at least one person does. Fuck. I mean, <laughs> gotta stick together. Yeah. Oh yeah. So our last kind of question. I want to revisit Scout's question from last week that I said would be ongoing. Okay. What uh, Pokemon types would the each character train? So we meet. We met two new fellas today. I think Zhangsheng, like, there's no way he doesn't have electric types. I, that fucking goes I, without saying. Yeah, um, I feel like he probably has, like, maybe a dark type or two in there, too. I would say dark and electric. I would choose dark Ghost. and electric. For, 
Oh, fuck. I was thinking ghosts, but didn't we have... Who did we have? Way with Sean has ghosts. No, he has dark. Oh, that's right. He has yeah, he has dark. No, I like ghosts. I like ghosts. Yeah, ghosts, because he's very... Yeah. He's got so much... He's so... Baggage. He's such a, yeah, he's such a baggage boy. His baggage is Gucci. <laughs> Extremely. And Jin Leung, um... Bitch, you ain't no Barbie. I see you work at Arby's. I'm just saying. That's all there is to it. Jin Leung, he's... Oh, you know what he has? Fairy. I mean, yeah, because, like, for context, in the novels, Jin Leung has a precious-ass little baby dog named Fairy, and she's an angel, and Wei Wishan is fucking terrified of her. He is and very scared of dogs. Very scared. And she's like the smaller. She's like. She's a husky. She is a husky. Yeah. Oh, and fuck. Okay, so she's not smaller. Jesus. I was no. thinking she was a different kind of dog. No, she's no, a husky. She's a husker Chen named her. Because he's. <laughs> the thing that you got to know about him is that he's not good at naming things. He's not. He's not great at it. He names everything like it's like a Barbie accessory. Yeah. It's good. We stand it, honestly. To me. It's really good. He would definitely give his Pokemon names like that. Yeah, he would. He absolutely bless his heart. Oh, bless his heart. Oh, bless his heart. Oh, bless his heart. But yeah, so that's our questions. And if you want to send us some questions, you can go ahead and send them to cloudracesspod.tumblr.com or email them to us at cloudracesspod at gmail.com. And someday, when Jack releases us from his deity binding net or whatever he's got on us, you'll be able to ask them through Twitter. But for now, yeah. in the meantime, just like just hit me up on Twitter. I'd love to hear from you at, at America's Burden. Yeah, or you can hit me up. I'm Roy at uh, what the fuck is my Twitter right now? At Semper Funny. At Semper Funny. I'm so I'm still not used to being at Fuck Warlock. Anymore. I know it makes me very sad. But I miss like... being Fuck Warlock. I'm Roy Fuck Warlock. That's my name legally. It's legal. Well, you're still fuck warlock on Tumblr. Yeah, it's not the same. Tumblr is basically a ghost town, but Tumblr's dead to me. Yeah, extremely. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, that's us on social media. Th- yeah. Uh, thanks to Noisebase.xyz, the good Canadian podcast network that is that hosts us. Thank you so much. Yeah. So we know we'll, you guys don't understand a goddamn lick of what's going on in this <laughs> property, but we appreciate you Give hosting us, us anyway, giving yeah. us a home. Yeah, go uh, go to noisepace.xyz and uh, check out some of the other podcasts they have there, like uh, My Pod Cabbages, which is about Avatar The Last Airbender. It's very or, good. Yeah, or uh, What the Hell Else, The Wonder Yerks, which is about Animorphs. Uh, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, which I'm a host on. I'm one of several. They just interviewed real Tay updates, y'all. Yeah. Like, this is serious. It's fucking awesome. It rules. We uh, got some awesome shit, okay? Hell yes. Yeah, go, so check out Noise Space. It's good. Yes. Um, we're finally on iTunes and stuff, so, you know, like, rate, subscribe, do all that good stuff. We appreciate it. Comment maybe, but only if, only if you're nice, my ego can't handle it. <laughs> just, you know, you can just, all you, you don't have to say a whole lot. You can just say... F- yeah, just press want. F yeah, to just pay press, respects to yeah. our uh, awkward silences. <laughs> yeah, press, press H and it'll be good. <laughs> But yeah, uh, we'll be back next week where we'll be looking at whatever the third episode is called. Yeah. And oh boy, I can't wait for you to hear me yell about a little green man. Yeah. It's going to be good. Introducing Fucknuts McGillicuddy. <laughs> Coming at you next week. <laughs> the original fail son.
The original fail son. That's just a little preview for you. There he is. Thanks for watching, folks. Thank you so much. We'll see you probably next week. Probably. Hopefully next week. We had fucking better. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> uh, Semper Bunny. S yeah, Semper Bunny, folks. Semper Bunny. Have a good one, folks. Bye. Bye.